Hello. Hello. Why? Let me start my video. Okay. Hi. Hold up. Let me. Okay. Perfect. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm recording. Where did? Hold up. This looks stupid. I look stupid, but I look fantastic. <laughs> the confidence is what we all need right now. It is. It is. We all need confidence. Um, Taylor Swift's new album. I listened to. I listened to it today. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It's so good. I literally sat the minute it dropped, sat, listened to the entire thing on Spotify for an hour, and it was just so because it's so it's like sad. It has like a sad yeah, note. yeah, yeah. And I was just like so sad. I was like, oh my god, it's so good. I love her. It still doesn't feel real because she didn't do because like for all her albums, it feels like she does like promo leading up to it yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. there was like nothing like the day before it dropped boom i was like in bed like anyway no, are we I... supposed to do an introduction to this how does this work i don't really know hold up. let me get my notepad oh my god wait does this mean i need to give the introduction i don't know hi this is a podcast it's weird to talk to people that aren't there uh, I now know why YouTubers are literally um, antisocial and psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Can you imagine talking to a camera every? Wow. Well, I mean, now Everybody we're on Zoom. Sitting here and talking to a camera. I could never. Yeah. Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Kata, hi. Hi, Anusha. What did we? Personal apocalypse? Personal apocalypse. Yeah. This is our personal apocalypse. It is because, um, yeah, so this is a podcast about politics in our personal lives. And life as a and teenager, life. as the world ends <laughs> yeah, around as, us. Yeah, you know, the world's crumbling. Let's talk about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, my name is Katarina Lavery. Um, I go by Kata most of the time. Um, yeah. Call it Katya a lot. Yeah, Katya and the new sh- I'm Anusha. Yeah, it. You'll. Yeah. I don't, I don't, know, what I don't know what to talk about. I'm not. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. Do we? What? What? What are our hobbies? What are our hobbies? What? What? what, what do you, well, you write. Right. <laughs> I. I play Minecraft. <laughs> no, I. I. Um, if, this is a hobby now. This. Yeah, I, this is this is my new hobby. Um, I do. Um, I play hockey. I'm in guard. I'm very active. Um, I'm bad at pretty much everything. If someone asked me why I, why we did this, I would say it's because we don't have a lot of friends and we only talk to each other. And this is a yeah. really yeah. We really don't. I only talk to you. I only talk to you too. Well, wow, this is this is sad. I. I, I can feel the YouTuber, like, paranoia setting in, you know? Like, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's going to be a long jump till we become, you know, like, the next Paul brothers, but. Oh, my God. Don't even say garbage. All what are you talking about? Exactly like the Paul brothers. We're straight white men from Iowa. <laughs> They're from Iowa, right? Yeah, o- Ohio. <laughs> Wait, are Ohio, it's Ohio. It's Ohio. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> God, but imagine having a first name as a last name. Jake. Paul. I wouldn't know. 
Jake. Paul. I wouldn't. I would. There's nobody out there like <laughs> called like Lavery. Like, hey, Lav. Like, no. Who who does that? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So. You compiled all the things we're talking about. I'm I just here did, for the ride, I man. Start with Kanye. <laughs> Kanye West. Oh. So, a recap for anyone who doesn't know what's for anyone who isn't a recap for me to know that this is real. Um, Kanye West, rapper, husband to Kim Kardashian, all around strange guy, announced his presidential run. And we were all so sad. I was like, make, it was 4th of July. That's and I was right, making 4th yeah. of July dinner. And my sister turned to me and she was like, Kanye's running for president. And I like, I dropped the knife I was holding and just like put my head in my hands. I was like, not another thing. I can't deal with another thing. I can't. Like the writers of this season of Earth are just going off the rails. Like nothing makes sense. I'm just so confused. And so but- now... Where did he hold his rally? It was, like, in South Carolina. I don't really know. I just saw the rally video, and I'm like, this is so stupid. I'm really, I'm kind of concerned about him, because doesn't he have bipolar disorder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he, like, refuses, and, but he won't take medication for and he, it. And he won't, and he refuses to, like, see a therapist or, like, a mental health yeah. professional. Like, I, I, I'm not opposed to having a president with um, yeah. mental health, or that is neuro. Oh, absolutely. But, like, I'm definitely not, but um, he's not taking care of himself. The thing I'm most <laughs> frustrated about is these are the Kardashians. He's related to the Kardashians. Yeah. They are some of the richest people in America. Mm-hmm. They could give him so many resources. It is so accessible to him. And I don't think the problem with him wanting to be president is inherently in the fact that, like, oh, he has bipolar disorder. Oh, he's a rapper. It's in the fact that he is the way his disorder and his tools, um, like health problems are manifesting and how, what he's campaigning with, yeah. that's the issue. Because I feel like people are going to take either his things as a joke or they're going to somehow think, oh, this is right, so we have to grab onto this. And that's yeah. not going to end well for anything. Yeah, and like yeah. I, a vote for Kanye is a vote for Trump. Uh, it's, it's just taking away votes that are legitimate. I don't know how else to explain it to anyone. I, like, I don't know. I feel like this was just like a media attention stunt and then he just kind of, because there, there's always been that rumor of him running for like a political office. Right? Yeah, it was like back in 20, was it 2016? He was like, Kanye 2020. And we were all like, yeah, I'm going to vote for Kanye. LOL. LOL. And then it actually uh, happened. I think, yeah, I'm just so like, I'm so because I know exactly why he he's running. He's running. It's he has an ego. I think no one can dispute that. Just from things that anything he's done. If you look at some of his music videos, just like how he acts, how he feels like he is able to act certain ways on camera. And I feel like because he has such an ego, he like and he's like I could do better for America, and that's what cat like that's a whole catalyst to this what's the solution to that i don't know maybe we should stop worshiping celebrities yeah his motivations are the exact same as donald trump's are like i'm so rich i i've I've hit the peak of like my industry well not trump he never hit the peak of anything but um (laughs) i'd love it if he hit the peak of a mountain anyway 
Um, but like, they're like, okay, what do I, I, I can run for president. Anyone can run for president if you meet some of the requirements. So, I mean. Yeah. I'm just, I'm really both worried about him because it's obvious that I'm really frustrated with like the people. He has a team around him. He has a very wealthy family around him. They could put him in a, in a situation that could help him a lot. And I'm frustrated okay. that they're not doing that. Yeah. And he- then I, yeah, and I'm also just frustrated with people who are going to take it legitimately because I know they will because they are not using the – I do ju- – like, I know everyone's like, it's free country. You can't judge someone for not voting or voting stupidly. I will judge them because you got this for a lot of war, a lot of death. It's an important right, and you should respect it. So. Yeah. I don't know. And I feel like they're going to, it's going to turn into that thing where it's like, it's just a joke. I don't live in a swing state. But if enough people do that, then we're screwed. It's, it's not just a popular vote. As we saw in 2016, it doesn't matter really what the popular vote is. It's the electoral college. You have to take this seriously and use as much of your capable of doing your rights as a citizen to try to improve America. Yeah, exactly. And I think if this was like a primary thing, then like I, I, I don't think I'd care as much. Oh yeah. Like I, I, I have a little bit of hope that he wouldn't win a primary. He probably wouldn't. But this is like he's a legitimate independent running a campaign against Biden and Trump. Yeah, and the thing is, he isn't just an unknown person. He is the rapper Kanye West. This is built upon like years of the memes and years of people like he has fans. Yeah. And like, he has, like, he, ha- he has a freaking, like, sermon church thing going Yeah, on. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I really confused with what's happening. He just Christian. He has, like, a church. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so frustrated because yeah. it is, su- it, he entered at just the right time where everyone who's like, I don't like Biden or Trump, haha, I can make 2020 my vote a joke because people will take this joke and I don't know. I'm horrified, and I really hope he just drops out, but one of the things, um, for those of you who don't know, he gave his first political rally a couple um, days ago, I think, I don't know how time works. South Carolina? Yeah, he he talked a lot about um, abortion and addiction and just some other hard, heavy topics, but he Mm -hmm. talked, um, you know, he talked um, about them in a way that was absolutely ridiculous, Um, so one of the things I want to touch on is that he was talking about like this baby who had 132 IQ and was this genius and who whose brain was too big for his head. Okay, I had a normal. Okay, TMI. I had a normal birth, and my IQ was 138. <laughs> okay, and my head is proportional <laughs> to the rest of my body. It was a really weird just everything he talked about like the main thing that really the main things I saw I didn't watch the full thing because I don't have time to deal with that I don't have time Kata I can't but I watched like a highlight reel and like the main thing they showed obviously was when he was talking about abortion and see abortion is a debatable thing I may disagree with you but I understand that it people have beliefs and I um and I respect you for standing up for what you believe in even if it's something I'm against but the way it's just the way that he was acting when speaking about it. That's just worrisome for me. Where, like, I'm like, this is really not how a 
presidential candidate. Yeah. If, if a woman did that, like that whole kind of like not emotional breakdown, but that very emotional thing, um, she would have been yeah. called like PMS. P- it's she's on her period. Unable but, to run. Yeah, like, exactly. But not unemotionally stable. To that same standard, just because he's done so much like weird shit with his life, that this is like normal, which is awful. And then I the, just. My, my other thing about the speech, the yes. max, maximum increase where he's giving a hundred, like a million dollars to anybody who births a child. I don't think he, so, okay, I, I, I need, I don't know much about Kanye's life. I, I know everything past the, like, he married Kim Kardashian, that's it, okay? That's Same. what I know. I, I know the Yeezys thing, but besides that, no. He has shoes that are cheap, but he spells them for expensive stuff. What is he? Every person in capitalism ever. <laughs> like, yeah, but, exactly. Like, I don't know really how he grew up or like in what situation where he came to a famous rapper, but I feel like at this point in his life, he's a little disillusioned by the concept of money and how much things cost. I don't think he's aware that you can't just, that there's not enough money in America to give every woman who gives birth a million dollars. I'm, I, I appreciate that he was like, women are incredible, like, they, they do, but, like, um, logistics, don't make, don't, don't make those promises. Like, I, I, I appreciate you wanting to honor women in the painful process of birth, but you could also just, like, equalize pay, like, you don't have to give us, like, a million dollars for giving birth, or just, like, make everything, like, cheaper, get rid of the pain. Maternity cash. leave. Mater- Maternity leave. Yes, exactly. And then um, pay for women's ho- hospital be- bills for that's like that kind of stuff. Like that's useful. No, wh- what can someone do with a million dollars? Like legitimately, if you got a million, then everyone. I would quit my job. Like I wouldn't have a job. I'd have a million dollars, Kata. Exactly. <laughs> like, what do you think I, know I would survivor do? and try and double it? <laughs> I'm kidding. I would fail at Survivor so bad. Okay, sorry. No, you would do better than me. I would like. I'm you just a stick on like the ground. Thirty seconds in there, you just like, drop. I mean, I do have a history of heat strokes. Yeah. Anyway, but I I don't want to keep talking about Kanye. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Moving on. Who else we got? Um, we got John Lewis, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and Kevin Stitt. Oh great. Kevin shit. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> save him for call. last. That's a local thing we can talk about. That's- that's not a local thing anymore. That's fuck. I don't know. Okay, I want to talk. Thing. About, I want to talk about AOC. <laughs> I want to talk about. Oh my gosh, I thought. Okay, context first. Mm, yes. Um, do you wanna? You could do that. I gave the context for Kanye. So. We can switch off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So basically, AOC is an icon. She's um a congresswoman um from the Bronx and for New York's sixteenth. No, no, no. 18th. 30, 32nd I'm, district. 30 seconds. 43rd? Yeah. Some district. for the Bronx majority and for some of Brooklyn, I believe. Yeah. And she could be completely wrong. Don't hold it against us. Um, I know some of it's from the Bronx. So basically she's very young. She's, um, and she is very outspoken and she was walking up the steps to, um, the Senate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, Yahoo, Yahoo, Yoho, Representative Yoho. I yeah. don't know how to say his name. Yo-ho. I think it's Yoho. I watched her speech and she pronounced it as Yoho. And it was like they were rounding a corner and they like bumped into each other or something. Yeah. And then he like screamed at her that her vote, like she was like an awful. Something. Vote. It was like rude. Right. 
she said he was rude and then later he was like giving a speech mm-hmm. to people yeah and then after yeah. that speech i believe they ran to each other again and then he called her well they like a fucking bitch yeah and that's... then she had to give this entire very um very well done speech she has it was a response yeah. I will ever have if someone called me a fucking bitch in my work office, I would have yeah. hands immediately. Um, but she responded very well to him and called him out on his stuff and a lot of the talk of masculinity she mentioned a lot, which I was it was the main thing with me is it's such it takes away just doing that, saying those words. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, it's just words, okay? People say those things about other people all the time. And I'm like, yeah, they say it, but that is when you are a civilian or a normal person that is not there is some level of respect you need to have in government there is some decency you need to have and when you it just the him saying that confirms in my head that he doesn't really understand that like what how you're supposed to act i kind of i i assume which some people may get mad at me i'm assuming most of the older people in congress who are white men kind of their motivation for getting the job or running or becoming someone in government was based more on the title of being oh i'm this rather than i want to make active change or more of a family lineage or a title type thing yeah that might be a big bold claim but i kind of feel like when you look at history Mm -hmm. a lot of governmental jobs were used to be kind of sought after because it's like oh it'll be good for my family's name my dad was this things like that so it kind of confirms to me him acting like that that he doesn't really understand what the position was and that he may have ulterior motives for wanting to be in the government oh definitely and there's this um like stereotype not really stereotype but most um republican um like people in government that i see they are very portrayed as this rough around the edges, you know, just family hold, traditionalist kind of valleys holding up the word of God with their bare hands, you know, that kind of thing. But this isn't that like, I get that you can be kind of um, like rough around the edges and kind of, you know, just very rugged. I get that. But you also have to give some level of respect to your fellow like senators. It shows that he doesn't see her as an equal. Exactly. He sees her as someone he can call. You have to. I bet you he would not call probably a fellow Republican per like man, yeah. anything like that. Because you would obviously, if, she, if someone would be like, hey, he's your colleague. She's also his colleague, but he failed to recognize that the minute he insulted her. And it specifically directed that insult towards her gender. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and I, I feel like that's something people miss like all the time is that in certain jobs, you have to have a certain level of responsibility of respecting your health to a higher standard than other people. Like a cop is not held to the same standard as a barista at Starbucks. Yeah. And, uh, like representatives are held to a higher standard than me. Like I can yell at a Republican all day long and because it's not your job yeah it's to, not job to make friends with them it's, it's, it's not job. your job to work alongside them to make legislation to like run a country that is not your job your job is to have healthy debate with people and vote for who you think represents your values best yeah because i'm i'm not a politician i'm just a civilian and i yeah. don't under i never understood that so it was just it's so it's so like as 
everything I felt in these entire like past four years, it's like a constant, like just as a woman, it's like a constant hit every time a politician makes something directed at like just undermining like feminism or just like women's rights. It feels like, like, it's just like another hit. It feels like, oh my gosh, I'm growing up in a time where in some parts my government is against me and that's not great. That's no one should feel like that under their countries. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, and I'm really proud of her how she like addressed like the deeper issue of mm-hmm. toxic masculinity, how this thing is very normalized in our culture and how the, um, how the representative for Calder that did not see that as an issue because he's just so like, that's just so normal. And that's just so like daily day-to-day thing for men to do to women. And, like, I appreciate it. Sorry, like I've been called a whore for being believing in climate change, but that dude was uh, like a redneck with the IQ of a fence post. So that's not the same thing. Like I yeah, it's it's. I loved that she touched on the fact that this happens all the time in more blue collar jobs. Like she was a bartender; she had to do this all the time. It's this normalized thing where you're like, oh yeah, drunk guys get drunk all the time and call names words but that's not okay and I love that she touched on it rather than just focusing I'm a congresswoman and I was insulted by my colleague she talked about women go through this all the time and it's not these aren't just words it's words targeted at you and they're demeaning and disrespectful and the fact that he thought he could get away from it in a very high in a position where you should respect each other where it is important that you respect each other and treat each other like colleagues just shows that it is so deeply ingrained in our society yeah honestly yeah oh god i and then fox news of course had to spin it as aoc is an emotional libtard like shut up just i don't just shut up fox news is really fox i like going on there just to see what they're reporting oh my god hates hate watches fox news all the time (laughs) and he will like scream at the tv i'm like hannity can't hear you Tucker, Carl- oh, yeah. Tucker Carlson, Tucker <laughs> Carlson. Oh, yeah. I got tons of names for all the people I hate. I don't know their names. I don't try to keep remember them. Bitch McConnell. Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it's just <sighs> really very frustrating. Anyway. I created, just for context, I created this list um, on, like, Sunday, I think, yeah. and literally, we, there's, like, so much more that has happened. Yeah. There's, well, uh, let me think. Oh, did you hear the news to segue into a still connected to the government, but to maybe talk about a different branch? Yes. Um, did you, I didn't know this. I was told this yesterday, apparently this happened, like, a week ago. Oklahoma, so we're from Oklahoma, for context for anyone. Yes, yep. we're liberals in the South. That's going so well for us, as you can tell, seeing as we're each other's only friends. Um, So Oklahoma, half of it, I believe, a good portion, it has been split up and divided, but it is Native American land now, officially, which means nothing, but it's the name, and I'm very, it deserves to be Native American land. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm very happy about the decision. Like I'm, I'm like I'm always for like Native Americans getting representation and everything. So I think it's yeah. like really good for them. I was really happy with it. And, then and of course second, our sorry our beautiful um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, yes. our wonderful woman. She voted obviously on this on it, and I was just I love her. 
I can't, words can't describe how much I love her. Yeah. God, I, I hope she recovers. She, I know it's kind of- Five times. Five times. Five times. This woman is Jesus Christ himself. She's like for nothing. And she's beat cancer five times. I'm like, man, what are you? How can I be like you? Exactly. No, like I need, we, America needs her to live until- (laughs) Trump is voted out of office, so she needs to survive, like, another seven months. I think she's holding on. She's, like, got Satan by the reins. She's like, you're not taking me yet. She can see the Grim Reaper, like, two streets down and is running as fast as she can. I mean, it's all that, all her workouts. She works out to, like, opera, right? I think that's so cool. No, she's fantastic. I love her. My computer stickers are like four of them are Ruth Bader Ginsburg quotes. Oh my gosh, I should get. I think I, I have like my quote like up there. Yeah. I think like one of them is RBG, the notorious RBG. Yes. Oh, um, so I was getting bombarded with a lot of Confederate, like pro Confederate flag stuff on my Twitter and my TikTok. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was really great. So I, of course, what any person did was um, scour the internet for four and a half hours trying to support my point about how mm-hmm. Oklahoma should not be, um, if you're if you're from Oklahoma, if you live in Oklahoma, if you live and breathe freaking O-U-O-S-U, you should not be flying the Confederate flag. This is why. During the Civil War, Oklahoma was considered Indian territory. Mm-hmm. And while the five civilized tribes did, like, they did support the Confederacy, they, if you're not Native American, you didn't support the Confederacy. Yeah. Like, I... And don't come here with that one sixteenth Native American. No, don't you know how you got that one sixteenth Native American. Don't yeah, be don't. proud of it. Trust me, it got in there in a very bad way. Like my great 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 grandmother was a Cherokee princess. Like shut up, shut up. Just, just admit you're racist. Just yeah, it's just it's the justification of it's as a whole the Confederate flag is not it shouldn't be a thing I, it was like who was it general whatever um lee lee something he said do not fly the confederate flag they won that is the rules of war it is not your heritage it is a time where people made a mistake okay yeah. you don't catch ancestors and nazis flying the flag traitorous flag they the, the south committed treason you should not be proud of that. Yeah, it's it, you can't undermine. You know what it stands for. If you're flying the flag, it's not because of your history. It no. is because you know what it stands for. If your ancestors were proud of that flag after the Civil War, you know why they were proud of it. It's because they stood for something that is wrong morally, and it is your. You should not stand for that. I don't know how better to. Yeah, and Explain if you're proud of your southern heritage, just fly a flag with like a with a gallon of peanut oil and iced tea on it. Like that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. Go run, take a photo shoot in a wheat field with a cowboy hat and some boots on. That all you have to show yourself. You don't have to be um internally. You don't have to internalize racism. Racism to be proud of being from the south. I'm not proud of being from the south because I hate it here. But (laughs) if you were to be proud, just go to a local boutique, spend fifty thousand dollars on gaudy jewelry, go out and fry some freaking I don't know butter corn. What do we fry here? 
okra. Everything. everything. We like fried butter. That's a thing they sell at fairs. Fried oh butter. God. Oh my god. Just and just fry whatever the hell is in your house. There's Don't so much. Fry it. Yeah, there's so much you can't like. There's so much more you could celebrate about the South. It doesn't just have to be that. Celebrate the things that make up the South now. Like it doesn't have to be the past. Yeah, we messed up a lot. We messed up so much. Literally history. You look at it and it's just one big map of everyone making poor decisions. Just yeah, history is proud, a, make yeah. your traditions now. Do something that'll make you proud now. Yeah. Which you can do by voting for the right people and yeah. making Oklahoma a blue state in the twenty twenty election. We all just have to settle for Biden. So okay. yep. One year yeah. one term president. Yes, let's let's just vote. Just please we can't so. vote but vote. Um, I'm so mad. I'm going to be seventeen during the election. A year off. Uh-huh. I'm it's really yeah. it's really something. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But oh my god. There's so much more to the south than just racism i'm like yeah we got that too and we also got a bunch of idiots but we have cobbler pie we fry everything we have ice tea we have we have bronze do you know who bronze is we have waffle house literally bronze and waffle house that's i'm so no do you know how expensive i i learned how expensive ice cream really was like when i went to california i'm sorry bronze is and bronze ice cream is just better okay oh, i'll, yes, I'll fly a bronze flag any day yes i will i will forever i if i if someone ever gave me a confederate flag to fly i just be like no i'm flying a flag dedicated to waffle house or bronze like, one, oh one side God. can be waffle house the other side can be bronze oh yeah <laughs> erect the statue of waffle house and yes, bronze instead of these confederate flags just have a have a monumental waffle house just a golden waffle yeah exactly that's so much better that's way cooler than some <laughs> dead person on a horse oh sorry a couple of th- one thing um i was asked um a couple days ago about um how I would feel about my, how my ancestors would feel about me defacing the Confederate flag. And okay, first off, my family didn't exist in this country before like 1932. Third, third off, I, they're dead, so I don't think they would, would really care. My, my ancestors didn't exist in this country until, what was it, 1980s? My dad? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Marking his land in Michigan. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think I get why people are like people are proud of it's a typical southern thing people are proud of their family people are proud of their ancestry Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you can't be proud of that but I'm saying you can't be proud of your ancestry at the expense of other people's safety security and respect to their right to be an American citizen because you you know who else is a part of the south black people they're yeah, they the South. so much culture, so much yes. Southern culture is rooted in African culture. Yeah. And just, it's so, you can yeah. just like appreciate that so much, but you'd rather undermine their, like, just be considerate. I don't know why it's so hard for people to I grasp the concept that consideration. Yeah, and I don't important. understand why people can't recognize that the Confederate flag represents slavery and something truly awful in American history. Yeah. Like, there's, you have so many better options for literally anything that flag represents or anything you want the flag to, I don't know, show, I guess. There are, like, 50 
thousand flags for 50,000 different things in the entire world and you choose to show the one that represents the worst parts of southern culture and southern history yeah exactly i never i've never understood it and i don't think i ever will yeah it's, it's just ridiculous. simple consideration simple yeah. accountability well, and i i truly the more more 2020 goes on the more i like believe that republicans lack empathy or the will to um accept that human rights are a thing mm -hmm. like, taylor swift once in the wise words of taylor swift i love her we, yeah. we stan a queen if i'm gonna do internet culture <laughs> we stan a queen <laughs> i'm such an old person um i was she has a documentary called miss americana i'd highly watch it not just as someone who loves her but also as someone who is young and coming into politics similar to herself at that time where it was filmed she was talking to so it was the night before she went public with her political opinion going against the uh, republican tennessee candidate at the time she was sitting there talking to her dad and her team and she was saying and she was telling them how she's going to do this and they were saying how they didn't they thought it would tank her career if she came out against them and she was saying these aren't your dad's republicans yeah. and that kind of the way i interpreted it which i think she meant is i these aren't the same republicans as 10 years ago okay oh, yeah, yeah you disagreed on policy issues but now it just feels more and more republicans care you're disagreeing on human rights issues and they care more about keeping the party together rather than helping the america be yeah. a good country and yeah. that like and if you don't believe that, look, just look at impeachment night. None of them voted against him. Yeah. They know, and I know they know, there's a few of them who know, but they will get crucified politically if they speak out against them. And they care more about them staying in that party than it is about America's whole. So that's why. They, they are, they will do anything for Donald Trump just so they can keep their like status as like a true Republican. And it's like a cult, like... <laughs> That's not George Washington, not a great guy, but he's still, he yeah, said yeah. he was a great leader. The slaves, he was a great leader. He's the original great leader. I think he's a one, he was yeah. arguably the best president, but the problem, slaves are a problem. It's a big problem. We won't ignore that. But George Washington himself said political parties are not good. A two-party system is bad because people will start to care more about the legacy, your heritage, rather than this is a good issue, this is a bad issue. And that is manifesting so, like, yes. truly now. Yeah. No, he was totally right. And I, I am not the biggest fan of the DNC. I will admit that I do not like that. The Democratic Party has their own fucking issues. Yeah. Um, but, but they are a party that are at least, it's they know that... They have the people who self-awareness. They are tied to certain expectations, and we as voters have to kind of use those progressive policies that they're tied to represent, that they have to represent, because that is what they must do as a Democrat. We can use that to our leverage. And it's sad that we have to manipulate the system, if you want to use that terminology, but we kind of have to, to yeah, get I, people. I feel like the... Democrats, I mean, if, if people who are very liberal and leftist, I feel like they, um, if they were told something that's kind of like a blatant lie and something that goes against their values and the, um, our leaders would like implement that, I feel like there'd be a whole like thing about it. But if the Republic, if that happened on the Republican side, the people would be like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I hate, I hate 
an inherent thing about Democrats is that we're progressive. Mm -hmm. So we almost seek out change. Yeah. Whereas Republicans are more traditionalist where they're kind of keep their values bad, which isn't inherently bad, but it's that people, they don't really have a way out to do that. I don't know. It's all just messed up. And I really, I hate the two party system. I mean, it's not good. People care more about the party than the politics. Exactly. It's it's changed from this thing of we value our American citizens and we want to do what's best for them. Um, it's changed into like this this thing of like, if I want to stay in my political seat, I have to do exactly what this person says for me to do. Yeah. And it's, um, there was a really good, it was The Daily Show. It was an old thing they did about gun reform and it had John Oliver when he used to be a correspondent. Um, I love John Oliver. <laughs> Um, so he did this thing where he went to Australia because, um, Australia had a mass shooting and then like immediately they did gun control, which was really great. And he went there after discussing to a politician in America and discussed a politician who actually, because he stood with gun reform, was taken out of office. His voters voted him out and they, he asked them both. He was like, what is the most important what thing you do as a legislator? And the person in Australia said, making sure to pass legislation for my constituents, whereas the person in America said, getting reelected. And if that is the first thing that comes to your mind, you know there's a problem and you know they're not there for the right thing. Oh, 100%. I, I don't know. I, American politics has like more, like I, I, if you are a Republican today and you full heartedly support the Republican Party with all your soul, I I do not like you. Like, you are against basic human rights. Like, that's, and I don't understand, like, if if you were a Republican, like, 20 years ago, if you're conservative in Britain, like, today, like, fine, I can, I can kind of see where it's coming from, because this is all about kind of, like, text. It's different. Yeah, it's such a different, like, even with the most contentious topics. Yeah, yeah, even with the most contentious topics, I could have still respected you 10-ish years ago. It is so different now. You cannot say it's the same thing because it is not. You are not fighting for the same things and you are not standing for the same things. Yeah, the Republican Party has always been kind of like historically at least. It's always been small government, local government. But now it's like send the police in, send the military in for protesters. And they become like literal just hypocrites for everything they do because they're just interested in pushing their own kind of personal agenda that's very selfish. Yeah, and it's just not not great, not great. I don't. We have fun news. I want to talk about something fun. Well, I won't. I don't think I would have cared about politics like twenty years. Oh ago, yeah, just because like it wouldn't be pertinent to your life. Yeah, like it now, is, but it's also not. Yeah, but now it's like, do women get rights? That shouldn't be debatable. Yeah, no. None of that should be debatable. Um. There is no fun news. Um, 20, Shane, Dawson, Shane Dawson has gone canceled for the last time. The, do you want to talk about the YouTube internet canceled culture drama? You know, do you want to sure, get into that? That's better than talking about how our country yeah. is going down. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> fun time. <laughs> okay. So context for anyone who never stepped foot on the internet. Was it <laughs> two years ago? There was a very famous beauty guru, as they've been coined online, named James Charles. He was 19 years old, and he was very famous. He was, like, the first 
man on cover girl or something yeah, it was kind of fun boy like yeah something on i don't know like it's a first model on the cover and it's yeah i think the it's- cover of something glamour mag something yeah, something and so he's very famous he was so famous and then it kind of, this other very famous much um more ingrained because he was newer because he's young yeah. uh tati westbrook she has been on the website for on youtube for like, a long time yeah very long very well respected and she came out and started talking she, it was a very public way for her to say i'm distancing myself from james charles um basically by making all these accusations at him saying he was not respecting other people when they uh, said their sexuality he was making advances he was egotistical about his fame all this stuff and it basically resulted in his channel like he, he was socially crucified oh for yeah. a month people so many people were distancing themselves from him mm-hmm. they were like he was losing deals his subscriber count dropped and it other three four million i think in just like two weeks a lot people were burning his scratching out the name on his palettes burning his merch and we had a friend who was a huge james charleston who burned his like sister he like he he, like cut it out or like burned it something he he did he like i don't know people (laughs) were not they didn't like it and then there was another very famous beauty icon i would say because he's been in a lot of stuff jeffree star yeah he's like a singer he owns a very famous beauty company yeah, he used to be like a huge thing on myspace when that was still a thing he was a singer on myspace he's yeah. just very big just google it you will see and yeah. he um jeffree star and jeffree star's friends with shane dawson who was this also very famous youtuber been on the platform for very long time and they're like, all kind and those two are kind of a million times yeah, his current, his at the this time was to make documentaries mm. and kind of look into the lives of these people who, because YouTubers live a very strange life. They are people who have become rich just by doing normal things. Yeah. And it's very, yeah. And so basically he's kind of these insightful documentaries and they both also kind of took a very, they were, I don't know how or why they inserted themselves into the situation, but they did. Well, now two years later, it kind of, I, I don't know, I also don't know why this started, but I feel like people are kind of realizing, oh, it was kind of messed up that we socially yeah. crucified a 19-year-old boy for allegations that he later proved were false. Yeah, I think it's just people got, I think that's what, like, why most of, like, all this, like, Twitter and YouTube drama is getting so big, because people are so bored during quarantine and have nothing to do except, like, go after people or uncancel or cancel. And yeah, reevaluate their, their choices. Twitter. Yeah, exactly. It's really, and then, so I think, and then what happened was Tati released a video like a now person. saying yeah. that it was James, I mean, Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson who orchestrated this thing. Yeah. And then she was like, I watched, I actually watched the video for some uh-huh. goddamn reason. And <laughs> I couldn't. No, it was, and she was talking about all these death threats she received and how she had to run away to Seattle. Um, she showed no proof. But that was kind of the story of it, I guess. And then she did eventually, like, make good with James Charles. And they started talking about how he, how she felt manipulated by um, Shane and Jeffrey. So, yeah. I, what do you think happened? What do you think is really happening? I have no clue, but my 
best educated guess is probably that um, Shane, like I truly believe at one point he had the best interest at heart. He's still not a good person. Oh no. No, he's we'll talk about we'll talk about yeah. why we're no. not forgiving him later. No, Steve Dawson is still a garbage person. I believe he's always been a trashy person, but at some point, I do believe. At, but putting that all aside, I do believe he had some best intentions at heart when making the docu docu series, and he did become close with Jeffrey. And as we've seen before, Jeffrey's a master manipulator, so I feel like he got swung in with Jeffrey, and then they just kind of played off each other because they are very like similar people i think yeah of their ideology and then they're like hey this youtuber has pretty much never gone to drama i don't i've never heard of any drama with tati before this whole thing so and she's close with james and they just wanted to take him down because james was infringing on jeffrey's like market value and all the stuff that's yeah. what happened i don't think tati actually got death threats i think she's just blowing out of proportion i'm sure there's stuff we will never know about until mm -hmm. 30 years later but that's that's my theory my best prediction is that one time jeffrey and shane and tati they were like at something maybe they were like hanging out together at an event they or something and they were all just kind of talking because you know how it goes when you're talking with like friends you can get into the even though it might not be the best get into drama and talk about oh I hate this person and I'm guessing maybe they all at this point were like just throwing out ideas and they were building on each other and saying like oh James he's so self-involved oh he's so young and he thinks he's so great and as it got more and more you know they are both Je Jeffrey has seen he's he's runs a business he is he knows how to, how to work people how to appeal to people and I'm sure maybe at some point kind of got in Tati's head and she was maybe a little more naive to what she did and she was like yeah yeah this is this is a good idea and Shane also was probably Shane was receptive to like yeah this is you should do this and they kind of you know it was unintentional but cat like started this and then they both were like yeah look at look at this now we can be the good guys by taking a strong stand yeah. and it all was just stupid because people think they're so great when they have money well, well that's an understatement they have more than flaws they got fucking yeah. issues man the thing i realized because i'm i i feel like at that time i at least was very naive and i was like oh yeah i guess james charles sucks now I yeah. remember because I didn't know who he was and naively I was like I guess if this is what the internet was but I do remember like a year after I was reevaluating and I was like this is kind of petty but yeah that... like, I I don't I don't know I thought it was kind of I always think YouTube drama is stupid and I feel like it's very it's very high school because this is the top type of shit I see go down in like my biology class yeah it's very like, weird overprivileged egocentric overconfident people that just have all the goddamn time and money in the world to <laughs> drama and that's yeah. exactly what I feel like is happening it's really I was I listen to podcasts all the time and I was listening to podcasts of it's this just got so meta um, <laughs> but meta I was podcast. listening to this podcast and they were talking about the drama on YouTube yeah. and there was and one of the women was saying oh, they kind of made the realization, oh, I just realized I've been holding all these three main, four main people to the same standard when you shouldn't because James Charles was 19 years old. Can you imagine all of the stupid stuff you did when you were a teenager, all the stupid things you said, and you're coupling that with the fact that he is kind of, 
he does have fame and that can kind of make you feel oh. a little egotistical. You're holding him to the same standard as someone who has been on this platform for 20-ish years. People who have been on here for like years and years and years and you're holding them to the same standard when in reality they are completely different. You have full-grown adults, adults who know this world, who know, who have experienced so many scandals and are still acting the same way. And you have a boy who was just started and is suddenly being bombarded with this. And you can't hold them to the same standard. No, and I feel like people forget that James Charles is literally so young. He's only, he literally just turned 21, like, this year, I think. Yeah. And you he, can't do that. Like, yeah, like, we're we're both 16. Yeah. I don't know what to do. If I got in drama, I'd lose I'd my mind. I'd cry. Like, I... And I do feel like maturity does play a role in how well you take drama and how well you act when you when you are being recorded and when you are giving these opportunities but jesus christ tati jeffrey and shane they're both in their like 30s okay like and i they're almost 40 all of them are almost 40 which is nuts that mm-hmm. they're like attacking this like 19 year old kid and i'm yeah. like chill and people are like and now people, because now we're kind of in the apologies apocalypse, if you would, where everyone's like, I'm apologizing, but people aren't forgiving. And everyone's like, why aren't you forgiving? I think a lot of it takes into change. You have to change. Like, we we both aren't really in the place to accept Jenna Marble's apology and who she was apologizing to. But I would say, if I'm just to have an opinion, because I would have an opinion anyway, because your brain thinks, even though I don't have the right to forgive her, I would say she's shown change. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this seems, it's like, if you look at a timeline, someone does something, I would say Jenna Marbles, she did a lot of bad and controversial stuff early, but now her videos are really great. I love them. She's yeah. like the mom of YouTube. Like, she's just so fun and yeah. real change. And then you look at Shane Dawson's list of history and you see like mistake apology mistake apology mistake and then you you have to wonder does he really care yeah yeah and I don't think I wouldn't label him as like someone who is inherently evil but I think he is someone who just for some reason he has a victim complex where when one thing goes bad and then the internet tries to hold him accountable and he internalizes it and then it becomes part of his backstory, and part he, of his, everyone I, publicly enemizes me. And that, I don't think that's healthy. That's not healthy because when you feel like a victim, you're also going to think, oh, I'm in the right. So you're not going to make change. You're just going to become sad and then hoard it up, wait for years to pass and then present it as, look how brave I am. I yeah, can't, you can't like, do that. Yeah. It's, and he, he always plays, I was watching this video and this dude brought up a really good point of how Shane always plays this very emotional empathic character that is so just wanting to help people and so emotional mm-hmm. the thing is is that i know someone exactly like that and i've been manipulated by them to no end literally they yeah. are the exact same people I'm like this is because so- it's easy to be manipulated by them because you want to relate to them you want to be like oh you had a hard life i'm so proud of you for how you grown from this oh you're so empathetic i love you're just you just see the good in people but if you can't realize when your mistakes are wrong and you were the bad person in the situation you don't you aren't a bad person you're the bad person in the situation just learn from it grow from it you cannot keep acting like a victim exactly and then just take it like that's not right 
Yeah. That's why you're being punished by Twitter. Yeah. That's why you're being canceled. It's. I agree that cancel culture does go overboard a lot, but some. I agree that it exists. I agree that there is. I wouldn't say it's weird because when pe- when you talk about cancel culture, everyone's like, "There's not a culture." You think everyone gets canceled? I'm like, no. There are times where people try to cancel, and I think it's stupid and yeah. weird. But then there are times where society has to take thing situations in their own hand and mutually agree. This is a person we do not want to promote, and we do not want to financially gain on the basis that they don't care about other people. Exactly. Like some of these like um, accusations are legitimate like issues that do need to be addressed. Some of them are stupid, but some of them are like legitimate. Like the Shane Dawson ones, they're legitimate. And he made the the apology video, let's be honest here. And Mm -hmm. it was so stupid. And he was like, I was inspired by Jenna Marble's apology. Like no one asked you to do, like you've done like what, 20 of these things? Yeah, There's it's no, not. Everybody already knows you're a shitty person. It's not good. I think I wouldn't, if I were to tell him what he needs to do now, you can't keep making apologies. You have to figure out that you are not a victim. You are someone who has made mistakes a lot. I think you can recover from them. Everyone can change. I'm not going to say no one can change, but you have to take accountability. This yeah. is like no more. It's not, I won't hear more I'm sorry's and fake crying on camera. Like, I'm sorry I offended you, like, accountability. Like, legitimately, like, what I did was wrong, and I'm sorry, and I will change it, and then literally show change. Not just say will change, but, like, legitimate change. I feel like everyone's holding Jenna Marble's, like, video as kind of, like, the standard to compare. Yeah. Because at this time, I'm sure there are others that are possibly you could look at but now this is the one everyone's comparing it to if you look at her even though i'm kind of upset about it where that she said she's leaving youtube i get why she did it and i respect her so much for doing it where she literally said i am so sorry to everyone i'm going to take a step back and figure some stuff out where i don't want to keep gaining and keep living like like living as an icon for you guys when I don't want to financially benefit for this time period while you guys still are hurting from what I've done in the past. And I hope you'll like, I am really, I respect her for that. Like that was a really good apology. Like that was just really good. It was a good line of choices. She always makes good choices. And I think. And she, she showed us all the evidence. She had her all the cards out on the table. She wasn't really hiding anything, trying to manipulate anybody, which I think was like, amazing this is like the gold standard apology the um jake paul's apology for uh, logan paul's apology for the um they have apologized i don't i don't know that that is the um garbage bin standard for apologies anything else falls between them unless shane dawson can somehow do worse i i believe he can in people's ability to just be even more shitty yeah it's just so ridiculous that it's happening that people still don't get the point you can't be a victim i'm not saying you're it's like the two scales of like do they mean it are they genuine it's like if they're not being genuine it's one of two things they're a bad person who doesn't care about this or there's someone who is being a victim and acting victimized when they are not they're just asking to be held accountable so I don't, I don't know. I, 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 my guilty thing is, um, reality TV slash YouTube trauma, because let's be real, that's what it's turning into. 
Oh yeah. Um, and so I pay attention to a lot of it. I'm never emotionally invested in it. I just laugh at it and just gain confidence because I believe yeah. in that. Um, no matter what happens, I will still be a better person than Shane Dawson. So I can just live with that knowledge. I think we both kind of surround ourselves by, I would like to say we both surround ourselves and watch and respect and look up to people who are genuinely good people. So any of the drama rarely touches us sincerely past maybe business drama. So when it comes to YouTube drama, I get it. I get if you idolize these people, it can hurt. I have at one point when I was younger, there was an internet star who I looked up to as a kid and it came out that he didn't do some great things and he was removed from the channel of which he was collaborating with and it kind of sucked but even I at like seven years old understood the concept that like you can't that's not you can't forgive them for that you can be sad because they contributed a bit to your happiness but it was a wrong thing they did yeah like there's some youtubers that are like legitimately funny and legitimately like good people like um i've been watching i found like curtis connor i don't know if you've heard of him but he's you sent me his videos yeah that's right but he's really good and then like his friend like drew gooden and danny gonzalez they're they make really good videos and then cody co and then um rob beauty christie like she's like unproblematic she's fantastic she's so funny i love Mm -hmm. her like amazing 10 out of 10. There's so many people. Do you have any recommendations? Maybe we could give some some good recommendations for people if they're oh, looking what to watch after Shane does. Absolutely. My favorite YouTubers, they're just so good. Yes. They're like they are the people you read about in books who are so witty and sarcastic and you're like, how do you know how how are you so clever? They're oh, amazing. So um, how to cook that. Hear me out here. Just hear me out. <laughs> Um, Anna Reardon, who, who's the lady who runs this channel, she has a series called Debunking Fake, um, like, um, cooking. Yeah, food. I yes. watched one of hers. It's so good. I love her. She's an She's icon. really knowledgeable, too. Yeah, okay. Um, Let me look at my subscription. Let's go on then... Minecraft YouTube, because I've been doing a Minecraft? lot. Minecraft? Look, yeah. if you didn't watch Minecraft YouTube, if you're a teenager now and you didn't watch Minecraft YouTube when you were younger, don't talk to me. <laughs> You're lying to me and um, yourself. Obviously, Catherine Sparkles. Um, George That's Pumbella. so nice. Oh, my God. Oh, what's uh, Plumbella and Little Simsy? They're simmers, and they're mm-hmm. fantastic. Plumbella has autism, and I relate to her on a spiritual yeah. level. She's fantastic. There's LD Shadow Lady. She's the only Minecraft YouTuber I still watch. Yeah. She's great. I love her. What else? Okay. Oh, um, uh, if you want... A really great, I, lo- I watch two main react, three main reaction channels. Um, Trin Lovell, she's 17 oh, yes. years old. I love her. So relatable. Yes. She's amazing. Um, there's Dylan is in trouble. His humor is a little, his humor is good. I think it dr- walks a line of edgy. So if you're not really into that, you know, then there's um, pretty much it. They're two reaction, they're like two guys and they run a reaction channel and it's really awesome. There's, if you want, <clears throat> book YouTube. I'm on book two a lot. Book two, Colin Bananas books. She's amazing. She's an author. So funny. A book oh, utopia. Also this funny. Is, okay. She um Anne Marie um Forcino. I don't know. It's Italian. I don't know if I saw your last name. <laughs> okay. She is so underrated. She only has like two thousand subscribers, uh-huh. but her video, her production quality is amazing and they're so funny she made a video about straight tiktok and that's one of my favorite videos ever like on the history of the planet it's amazing oh my gosh if you don't watch joanna 
Cedia, you're Yay! out of your mind. She, <laughs> so, she falls into that. Like, her and Trin are my favorite people. They're just so relatable because they're close in our age, so. Yeah. Oh, Legal Eagle. <laughs> oh, my God. Legal <laughs> Eagle. And Dr. Mike. Yes! Brad Mondo. Brad Mondo. Is, his hairdresser reacts videos. Are yes, like, those give me life. Um, the only things that get me through life some days. Sophia Nygaard. She hasn't posted in a while. I think she's on I, her. I, but I still I She's amazing. Um, let's see. Um, Mark Rober, he was the dude who did the squirrel video. <laughs> do you, do you, this is a squirrel obstacle course. Do you not know what I'm talking about? No. I feel like I do, but I also feel like I don't. Okay. Um, Polygon, Polygon, they um, have- Oh my god, I love Polygon so much. <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! Um, uh, Brian David Gilbert's Unravel. He's so amazing! Ah, I ah. love it! <laughs> His, his <laughs> quotable quotes, like yeah, those are some. Those are some great YouTube. Those are some. Oh, and then my favorite, she does sewing, so that's my last one. Anyway. Sewing, yep. So you can check There's those out. There's some unproblematic, funny, fantastic. So many. Oh, the Try Guys. If you oh, don't watch the Try Guys, who are you? Of try Guys. I listen the the podcast I was talking about earlier. It was their Try Wives podcast. Yeah. Like, yes. So good. All right, our our last topic. Oh dear. Kevin Stitt, the governor of Oklahoma, who tested positive for coronavirus because guess what? He never wore a fucking mask, ever. Yeah. You know what he's still doing? He's not wearing around. a mask. Exactly, and he's walking around goddamn businesses, local stores, a fucking Walmart, making them shut down for three days because of the CDC. So, um, he's an idiot. I fucking hate him. Um piece of garbage awful person one of the worst people on this planet i swear to god he's awful he's such a bad leader i can't even begin he's not good he uh, a thing he recently did was he used all of the funding for education in oklahoma 40 percent went to public schools 60 percent went to private schools and cash prizes Uh yeah that's That's not and he Good. refuses to spend any of um, Oklahoma um, tax, um, like, it, revenue um, on um, anything useful, like, um, education, where, like, second to last in education um, and infrastructure, but instead uses it as business tax credits, because that definitely helps improve the economy, 100%. My mother is an accountant. My mother, definitely not an accountant or has a degree in economics, definitely did not tell me that this is definitely not the right way to fix the economy in goddamn Oklahoma. Definitely not. He's not a good governor, no. to say the least. Oh, he's awful. Like, I, if, if our governor was different, I think I would hate school less. Because our school, like, we, we go to one of the best schools in the state. Which is crazy. Which is not crazy. I have if been you've to, seen our school. Exactly. I have been to, I've been to a different school in a different country, and that was considered the poorest school in that country, in Finland. But that school was a thousand times better than this public school. So it's absolutely bizarre. Yeah. It's weird because, so I will be attending soon, next week, yes. a, a, it's a government-funded kind of state school for so, science and mathematics. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a weird, it's like a residential school, and it's very closely connected to the government because it's not run by a single like district it's run by the government because it is students from a bunch of different towns yeah, and cities it's, it's like um a votech but yeah 
public school. Yeah, it's a science and math school. And basically, like, it's really annoying to me because this school is run fully on government funding. And to see that 60% is going to private schools, private schools and cash prizes, it just goes to show, it doesn't, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about us. He never will. And I, um, I'm actually attending, um, I'm taking college courses um, this year, and they had the Oklahoma legislator, it's a program of concurrent enrollment where if you live in a town or city that has a local um, college or accredited campus, you can go there and take classes, um, and you usually get a tuition waiver. Um, And they were going to open up for juniors this year. Um, for free for the tuition waiver for everything. But then the o- Oklahoma's legislator was like, JK, fuck that. And so now I have to pay $1,000 for an OSU class because I want to get a non-garbage education. Also, wasn't it like they got raises? Like people in the state don't have jobs because of this pandemic and the legislature, and like they gave themselves raises. Yeah, they did. It's so great. Um, I don't so know. I, happy I, I, I can't. I. It's so dumb. And all of like the public, um, like funding. Like we have really bad public housing. Like I've seen some. Of it. It's it's awful. It's mm-hmm. we can do better. We can do so much better. Yeah, and our, it's, our it's so bad. And our minimum wage is like seven twenty five. It's the literal federal minimum wage. Yeah, I feel like Oklahoma could really do. Oh, I'll fix a lot of things. We could be a good state. Like, we have, like, well, we're running out of oil, but we have <laughs> all the wind turbines that bring yeah. in money. We have, we could put, we have, oh, we have so many, so much goddamn open fields. Just lay a couple freaking um, solar panels down there and call it good. Like, we could, we, yeah. we were given the easiest state to work with in terms of economic growth, and we just blew it. And just not being handled well by our governor. He's not no. a great guy. Yep. So, on that note, what's happening in your life? Oh, <laughs> oh I have a story that I've I've been wanting to tell um, people. So my mother, um, she's an accountant at a um, like a woodworking facility plant thing, and she's an essential worker. Um, because they're, they fall under logging for some reason. I don't know, man. (laughs) Anyway, so, um, the receptionist at our office comes in with a mask on. Now this receptionist, um, let's call her, um, Debbie. Debbie. So Debbie, um, is very Republican. She has gun tattoos, which I, I love tattoos, you know, do that. But, um, the tattoos are very poorly done. Um, and they're all guns. Um, and, um, she has like a MAGA hat, like MAG. She's full Republican. Just the most, most mm-hmm. Republican person you can think of. That's her. Um, she believes COVID is a hoax. She, um, refuses to ever go home. Both her kids have had COVID. Um, and her husband has had COVID twice. Wow. And she, um, went to a water park like two weeks ago when the water parks open with no mask. She's never worn a mask in her goddamn life. And she comes into work that day with a mask on. And my mother's wow. like, Debbie, why are you wearing a mask? You never wear a mask. And she's like, I have a fever. And then her boss comes walking in and is like, what the hell did you just say? And Debbie's like, oh, I just have a little bit of a fever. And he was like, well, how high is it? And she, Debbie was like, 104. And then my mother was like, 
have you gotten tested for COVID? And Debbie was like, no, it's probably just the flu. And then, I, like, that's, like, any better. The flu is still easily contagi contagious. My mother has had COVID. So she was like, oh, okay, cool. And then my, her boss sent Debbie home for a week. And then she, and then she was like, I don't know where to get tested with COVID, for COVID. And then, one we of, live in a college town. They are literally having it at the university. Yeah, exactly. They're like free COVID testing. Yes, exactly. But, um, my mom works in Perkins, so I, I don't, I guess you can give her that excuse. But then mm -hmm. the, um, main, the CFO of the company was like, shut up. Here's a list of COVID testing sites within a 30 mile radius. Go get, go get tested. And then she just did not get tested. She still hasn't gotten tested. And, she, and according to CDC guidelines, she has to produce like two or three negative test results. Mm -hmm. to come back to work and she just refuses to get tested or wear a mask or anything yeah it's that's the bad effect when you have a leader because you should be able to trust your leader yeah. i get people who are like i trust what my leader says you should be able to but we live in a very weird unprecedented haha get the pun time uh where our president is kind of psycho and he's enforcing he's enforcing this idea that it's not that dangerous. So then you have people who are spreading it. And that's why America's rates haven't gone down. Exactly. That's why we have like 4 million plus cases. And that's why I literally had COVID. <laughs> and then the nurse is a bitch. Okay. That's a story for another time. Yeah. Tell, tell me a little story, story from your What's going on in my life? I don't know. I've gotten a lot of comic books recently. Game Exchange? Is Game Exchange like a local thing or is that like a chain store or something? No clue. I've never been there. Well, I we have a store called Game Exchange mm -hmm. where we live. I've I never been. Up. Ooh, I'll talk about my assumptions of the Patriarch. Okay, oh, so wait, wait, I wait, really wait. like. Rest in peace, Hastings. Oh, yep. Rest in peace. <laughs> so I really like comic books. You can see four DC superheroes there. I love comic books. I read them frequently. Love superheroes. We both love the MCU. Mm -hmm. Die for Spider-Man. Anyway, so I went to Game Exchange. This is a happy story that we can end on. So I went to Game Exchange with my sister because um, I also play video games. Assassin's Creed is the best video game. You can debate me on that, and you're still going to be wrong. Assassin's Creed is the best video game. AC2, not, not anything else. Ezio is the best assassin. I was arguing with my sister on this yesterday. Anyway, back to the point. So <laughs> I went to Game Exchange, and we were looking around, and I noticed they had comic books, and I was like, oh, because I'd never been there before. And so um, I bought, I saw, let me get it. Here, wait. Sit right here. I this love how our tops are really nice so, and neither of us are wearing pants. Get back in. I saw this book version of the A Death in the Family storyline, which if you don't know, um, this is when good old Jason Toddy over here gets beaten to death with a crowbar by the Joker, <laughs> thus setting off him becoming the Red Hood and Tim Drake becoming the next Robin. So pretty big storyline. Um, and so I saw it and I was like, oh my God. So I got it. But then I got a little shocked because see, I've never really bought 
like physical conflicts before because the patriarchy has instilled in me that I have imposter syndrome and I don't really know what I'm talking about and I don't really like comics and okay, I'm stupid well. and all that. And so I was holding it and like my sister told me to get it. So I was holding it really close to me, feeling a little embarrassed, a little shy, a little like, oh, someone's going to call me out. And then there was a guy behind the counter. He was like, hey, is that a Batman comic? And immediately I was like, I got to go throw this away and like <laughs> crawl into a dumpster and die. Like I, I don't social things are not good for me and then he just kind of, he was like that's awesome and he just kind of started talking with me about Batman and it really because I don't think that visually I don't seem kind of like the typical person who would be really knowledgeable on comics and stuff and Batman but like it was really cool and it was that interaction where I was like all these preconceived notions breaking down and like yeah yeah this is great thanks man and uh, a death in the family. I got this for four bucks. It was originally 30 and it's in perfect condition. So. Oh my God. I love that. That's, that's such a nice note. To it's end. really, yeah, it's great. Find people who like things you do and, and wear you, a mask. And if you don't find someone, just make, force them to like the same things. I know so much secondhand knowledge about the <laughs> Batman universe from her. It's nuts. I, I got the reference of, like, the Joker beating, um... But the crowbar. Let me see if I can find it. the crowbar. I saw a meme. Of, that popped up on my Tumblr. Yes, I used Tumblr. Shut up. Shut up. Um, and I was like, what? Can you explain this? And she had to explain, like, how, how we got beat with a crowbar and turned mentally insane. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jason. <laughs> Poor boy. Jason. But we got Timmy. Timmy. Tim Drake. Uh, Tim Drake, a gentleman in his own right. I wish every guy was Tim Drake. At age 14, he helped his girlfriend and pregnant with a kid who wasn't his own. And he, he was be like Drake. Not Drake the singer, but Tim Drake. Drake is weird, man. What's up with him? He is a, a pedophilic groomer. Yeah. I'll be honest here. Okay, no, I, I don't want to get into pedophilia this episode. Anyway. And on the good note. The good, a good note. Everyone, find, find people and stay six feet away from them if you don't live with them. Yeah. And don't vote for Kanye. Please, dear God, so, don't. Well, everybody, this has been the first episode of our new podcast, Personal Apocalypse. The goal is to do one episode a week. I don't know how well that's going to go. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Really yeah, great. my name is Katarina Lavery, and this is Anusha. So, guys, this, this has been a, great. It's been a fun Maybe time. this will make us, maybe we'll get more friends from this. <laughs> maybe not. We'll forever live in our hovels. Oh, wait, do you? Antisocial oh, and awkward. You know what? For, for the video format, I'll put um, our Instagram handles in my Snapchat um, up there. If, if, mm -hmm. if somehow anybody sees this podcast, Head us up. You were lonely and sad a lot. <laughs> All right. This this has been personal apocalypse. So fun. Thank you so much for listening. Yep, Have a fantastic day. Settle for Biden. Heck yeah. <laughs>